everyone. Welcome to the FPS podcast series. This is podcast number 48, Supply Chain Risk Management Compliance. My name is Todd Hatherly, and I'm Director of Programming for Federal Publication Seminars, a leader in federal government contract training and professional development for over 60 years. And every year, Federal Publication Seminars trains thousands of businesses, federal agencies, and individuals on their legal, regulatory, and compliance and accounting nuances found in the federal regulations through nationwide classroom, online, and in-house sessions. These podcasts are just really a small sampling of important content you as a contracting professional can expect from attending an FPS program. Whether it's in-person or online, live or on-demand, you cannot find another source with the breadth and depth of experience, knowledge, and content anywhere. So please visit us at fedpubseminars.com for more information. Joining me today is Jeffrey White of J.A. White Associates, and this podcast is sponsored by CPSR Products. And uh, Jeff, welcome to my podcast. Tell me a little bit, first of all, about uh, CPSR Products. Hey, Todd. Hey, good to be here today. I appreciate the opportunity. So uh, CPSR Products is really designed to automate the file documentation and compliance requirements associated with issuing subcontracts and purchase orders. And it's it's really kind of a streamlined tool that um, effectively takes the regulations, policy and procedures, internal um, controls and associated practices and, you know, marries those along with existing business systems to ultimately help to produce compliant procurement files. If someone wants to uh, get a hold of you and uh, maybe do a demo of CPSR products, how would they do that? Um, send me an email, jawhite at jawhite.com. And um, just put in there, that, you know, in the subject, uh, CPSR products demo. Um, we'll set it up throughout our system um, and um, you know, we'll, we'll give you about an hour demo. Alternatively, just go to www.jawhite.com and you'll see the Prodox logo prominently displayed. Click on that and you can go in and sign up for your own demo. For this uh, podcast, we're going to talk about supply chain risk management and compliance. So, Jeff, uh, let's get started into the program. Why is compliance of the supply chain part of risk management? You know, it's it's interesting that you should ask that, Todd, because, you know, when 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 the government started looking at supply chain vulnerabilities, um, one of the challenges that they had was they really couldn't figure out what supply chain risk management really meant. And so, so, you know, and this is going back to, you know, probably 2010, 2011. And as we've, we've matured um, through various events in, in the world and in life and, and, and those kinds of things, we, we figured out that it's really much, much more uh, in depth than the government thought it was. Um, so, so now there's a level of emphasis, you know, and importance placed on from the audit community on the, the topic of looking at how prime contractors and subcontractors as well, how, how we're managing our supply chain and, and, and how we're making sure that we are uh, addressing vulnerabilities in, in a number of different areas. So it's, it's, uh, it's just one of those, um, those hot topics right now. And, and we'll talk more and more about that as we, uh, you know, as we have this conversation. Now we're talking uh, supply chain risk management compliance and uh, who's from the government and from the industry side, who's who's doing the compliance? Is it, oh, so so that's kind of cool. So so when you look at supply chain risk management, truly is you mm-hmm. have to divide it into 
um, functional areas, right? So it's it's delivery and performance vulnerability. That absolutely makes sense. It's cybersecurity associated with that. That's another area. And then it's um, counterfeit electronic components, right? So counterfeit goods. Fundamentally, there should be three principal types of um, functional areas that's looking at supply chain risk management compliance. So you have, you know, your cyber, cyber folks are looking at the cyber system, your, your performance people, your, your project managers, your cores, people like that, they're looking at performance. And then, you know, quality is looking at the, uh, the, the counterfeit electronic components part of it. But ultimately, what we're seeing is there's some level of oversight that might touch in, you know, touch on the CPSR world, or at least CPSR from a, I call it a gateway drug standpoint, they may be some of the first ones who's looking at what are, you know, how a contractor is um, complying with supply chain um, risk management. So within your CPSR review, or I'm just kind of repeating myself there, but your, within your CPSR, uh, that review process could get into some very detailed reviews. Well, absolutely, Todd, it does. Um, they they specifically within uh, DFARS and I, and I talk DFARS right, but you know there's right. there's just you know there's DOE out there and NASA and the other agencies out there. But within the regulations themselves, they specifically um, require the government to assess um, supply chain management, and then within that, the supply chain risk management components. Um, again, counterfeit electronic components, cyber um, vulnerability. So yes. And what's interesting about that, so they do, they, they're supposed to go deeper in those areas. Uh-huh. What's interesting about that is that they go as deep as the practitioner who's actually doing, doing that assessment, right? You know, if you happen to have some, you know, a CPSR person who is uh, keen on the, uh, the, the audit world um, and they understand also cyber, then they're going to get pretty excited about that right. and they're going to do deep into into the cyber piece of it or they may call um the cyber experts to take a look at it but um cpsr in my opinion they're opening up their eyes to the whole issue of uh supply chain risk management from the responsibility perspective dcma has a responsibility for for the review no interesting technically the contracting officer does um, okay. Because they're the ones that are supposed to identify the requirement in the in the contract. Now, but, assuming but they that no, 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 of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, they wear their 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 um, superhero outfits, right? Right. Um, but 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 you're right. They can't do it all. So they do delegate that responsibility to to the DCMA. And what we're seeing is right now, supply chain risk management. CPSR probably they're probably the closest um, audit entity um, in terms of taking a look into that world. And if you think about it, it sort of makes sense, right? They yes. have cognizance over subcontracts. What comes to mind from a consumer standpoint is Colonial Pipeline, right? That's a supply chain issue. Right. Uh, right. It was a cyber issue uh, that impacted a whole heck of a lot of consumers, but um, I think it was eye-opening for for both the government and for industry, especially in the government contracting space to say, this is real. Yeah, yeah. And and it's interesting you should bring that up because the government started thinking about this before that that incident. 
to, to you know, and, and I'm not into conspiracy theories, but I'm like, how did he, how did he know this thing is like out of you know out of a science fiction, out of a out of a you know a sci-fi movie? Right. Someone had to know that the potential was there, so the government um, started doing studies with some noted universities, some think tanks. You know, about four or five years before then, you know, playing out that scenario: what if, what if the power grid gets hit? What if a pipeline gets hit? And that's when they started the whole conversation about how do we manage supply chain risk. So, so, so you're absolutely right. And then we fast forward through pandemic. A lot of people thought. They think that pandemic was the catalyst behind this whole movement of looking at, um, you know, at, at supply chain risk management. But it wasn't. It was just yet another event, event that, you know, added to the gumbo pot of things that have been happening. And of course, with Ukraine now that, you know, there's there's a whole nother level of, of challenges. So this is this has been coming. This has been coming down for quite a while. Now the government is at the point of putting some some tooth, if you will, into into um, into the compliance piece of it, holding people accountable. So we're talking here more right now about more types of supply chain risk management as far as it goes to threats. But when you get to that, when you talked about COVID, there's a supply chain risk management based on supply, the demand and the supply of goods sitting out on the on the off the coast because they couldn't get into the ports. Yep, Ab- so. Ab- absolutely. Uh, so it, the the um, the philosophy of supply chain risk management is broad, and yes. and and they and they wrote it that way. They wrote it from the standpoint of you know vulnerability and, and delivery and performance as well as the the cyber piece. And then I think they were smart in adding this piece to it, and that is if you can't get it, bad actors will provide substitutes that may not be what you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which right. we saw a lot during during going during COVID. Oh yeah, sure. It it would make total sense. They come in and uh, uh, fill the gap and and take advantage of of the need. Government is obviously well aware of this. Contractors have to be well aware of this uh, challenge. You know what is? Give me like three good reasons, takeaways, I should say, for for anybody listening to this program about supply chain. What you need to do. What you need to uh, be aware of. First point. Reach contract. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the way the government writes the contract, particularly DOD, DOD has a um, unique clause, but other agencies may have their clauses. Read your contract. The way the, by the way, this is primarily the whole supply chain risk management is based in public law. So, so right. a lot of this isn't if you want to do it, it's how you do it, right? But your contract will tell you how your agency wants you to manage supply chain um, risk and compliance associated with that. So that's the first thing. Read your your contract. The second thing is after you read your contract, what you want to be aware of is depending upon what clause is in there. um, Now, I'll take the DOD clause, for example. Mm -hmm. Some clauses are not specific as to what you're supposed to do. It tells you that, you know, you manage risk in your supply chain, but it doesn't tell you how you manage risk, nor does it tell you the specific aspect of supply chain risk management. It doesn't tell you that. Um, so you need to have those smart conversations. I like to say grown up conversations with your COs about what they truly meant in the clause. What do they they're not going to tell you how to do it, but they should be telling you. What are the elements that they expect to measure you against? That's the second point. 
The third right. point is this, and that is we're seeing a knee-jerk reaction. So this clause, uh, you will use DOD for example. Mm-hmm. The DOD clause has been out there for a while. It's not new. Like I said, it goes back 2010 to 2012 right. time frame. So it's been there. The problem is the clause has no teeth to it. Um, it doesn't ask the contractor to to report on it or, more importantly, submit a plan. So what you'll hear out there, Todd, is people talking about a supply chain risk management plan. That is a concept that is not in the clause, nor is it in the law, which means a plan would need to be specifically identified by the contract. And in my opinion, and this is important, it should be a cedral. It should be a deliverable item. And you want it to be a deliverable item because one, um, there's something tangible that the government can audit against, i.e. compliance, but also you as a contractor can get paid against. Because what we're seeing is some contract officers coming back after the fact and telling contractors, hey, submit a supply chain risk management plan to us because been cyber hacking and now we want to see what you're doing to your supply base to make sure that it doesn't happen there. And our, our customers are saying, well, show me in the clause where it says I have to do that. Then contracting officers unilaterally issuing modifications to put a cedral in asking for a plan. And then, and then contractors are saying, yep, I will do it. What I right. say is for a fee. Third it's fee. a deliverable. You know, you think about it. It's a deliverable under the contract that you're being held accountable for. And if they point to the fact that it's required by the clause, which it really isn't, But if they're asking you to do it, it should be a bilateral um, deal and it should have been planned from the very beginning. So those are things I think, Todd, would be that would be important takeaways. So basically read the contract. What was the second one? You know, making sure that as you read the contract, that the contract specifically um, identifies it as a cedral. Yep. And then, you know, the third, making sure that if it is indeed a cedral, that, you know, there's some level of of, uh, being being able to get paid for it. And if if they're telling you uh, jump, you better ask the question, how high? You got it. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jeff. I I appreciate it. I know this is a 10,000 foot view and there's a ton of things. We can can probably go into uh, the role of of the subcontract administrator on all this, as well as flowing down all these requirements, things like that to subcontracts. So I'm sure (laughs) there's a ton of this uh, (laughs) that you need to know. Maybe that's, uh, that'll be another, episode for us so we can we can sure. record. I would, I would love to have that conversation. We will have to do that. Anyway, so everybody, thank you for joining us. And thank you, Jeff, for enlightening us on supply chain risk management. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, CPSR Products, our presenter today, Jeff White. Uh, you can also catch Jeff White in some one of our classrooms teaching a few courses on, on CPSR, managing flowdowns, Uh, subcontract compliance within FedPub's uh, classroom. So we'd love to see. uh, And Jeff, as always, uh, we appreciate your time and effort. Todd, my pleasure. Good talking with you. Good talking to you. And as always, if you have a topic you want to cover in a podcast, please send me a note at Todd at FedPubSeminars.com. Until next time, stay safe, keep your distance, and read the far.